You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, welcome. Come on, come all. And welcome, everyone, to the On Point with Victor show. You are listening to uh, the band Pointless, <laughs> which, oddly enough, is the band I used to play in. Welcome to the show. You are listening to America's Web Radio. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz. So uh, we got lots to get to today. Uh, I hope, first of all, I hope all of you had a fantastic Labor Day weekend. Uh, you know, we all used to have these things called jobs until we forcefully shut down the economy. But uh, I, hope, I hope you guys look. The economy's coming back. It really is. Um, I know... Look, folks, we're, we're going to go into some ups and downs as this, as the economy tries to rebound, as, as, and it is, uh, there are millions of jobs being created every month. Um, we're about to go into the fourth quarter. We're about to go into a holiday season. Um, things are looking good and they could always be better. So we've got to be vigilant and we've got to continue to get out and do what we can. Um, if you, if you're working, Hey, awesome. Keep it up. If you're looking for a job, don't give up hope. Don't lose faith. Uh, there are things in the economy that are turning. You may have to take a job today that you don't like, but that's okay because tomorrow is going to be a better day or, or next year when things get fired up, you can get back into the field that you want to be in. Uh, but sometimes we just have to do things that we don't always want to do, but that's called adapting. And we're Americans. We can do it like none others. Uh, or, and, you know, this, it's, it's just, it's one of the reasons why American exceptionalism is, is an amazing thing and why this country stands so far above any other country. It just, and I'm not afraid to say it, but those of you who listen to me on a regular basis, you know that already. Uh, but, but look, we, things are, things are looking up out there. And again, there are going to be some bumps in the road. There's going to be, look, there's no, there's no question the airlines are having a rough time, but I saw a, a report this morning that, um, there were 21 million travelers in July. That's about five or so million more than, uh, in, oh, I'm sorry, in August. That was about five million more than July. So, there are some good things happening, and, and, and of course, there will be some bumps. There will be some thinning in some industries because they just can't – they don't have the business to support all the workforce. Uh, but things are going in the right direction. We are in a V-shaped recovery, and, and uh, you know, were it not for the blue states that are continue, continuing to put their people into these ridiculous shutdowns, uh, you've got blue states – that are not fully open, and they're doing it on purpose. That's weighing things down, folks. That's you know, if there's one thing that's slowing the recovery down, it's the blue states, and the Democrats are willingly doing this. Uh, and that's something we'll talk about maybe later on in the show. Is is po- calling out some of these Democrats who, once again, it's the Democrat Party that are willing to hurt you, willing to hurt the American people, the American worker, the blue-collar worker, the middle-class worker, whatever you want to call them, the union worker. It is the Democrat Party that is willing to hurt you in order to gain power. And uh, I, that is not hyper, hyperbole, and I, I, I am not making that up. You can just open your eyes and see it for yourself. Uh, but anyway, uh, again, I hope you had a great weekend. Um, I had a fantastic one. I did a lot of riding on the old Indian motorcycle. 
and uh, had a had a blast out there riding. I, I made a stop on Saturday and met up with the Trump bus. Uh, you know, there's a Trump bus that's cruising around Georgia and, and other states, and it's just it's awesome. So it came through. It was in Georgia. I made a stop, made an appearance, took a few pictures. It was great, and uh, jumped back on, on the Indian and did some more riding. And, and so uh, I had a fantastic time. And, and on Sunday, spent time with family, uh, poolside. Uh, with a awesome cookout, which was which was just great. Uh, so I hope you were able to do that. I, and I hope if you were in California and you had a cookout, I hope your water wasn't shut off and your power wasn't shut off because that's what the mayor of L.A. is uh, threatening to do to you. Uh, it, you. Apparently, you can go sit on a sidewalk and eat outside of a restaurant, but if you try to eat in your backyard – They'll shut your power off and they'll shut your water off. And and again, folks, I'm not making it up. You can go Google or DuckDuckGo, do a search on the L.A. mayor, and just look what he had to say the other day uh, and the threats he's making. So it's uh, it's pretty ridiculous. So, but all right, I want to I want to move on and I want to get into some topics here. Um, the first thing I want to start out with, and, and and I started out the show last week, and this is kind of a thing that that. Uh, uh, some of you guys are, are are enjoying that I do, but I started the show out with uh, the segment of who got shot in Chicago uh, over the weekend. So this segment on the On Point with Victor show is who got shot in Chicago. So this weekend, ladies and gentlemen, that just ended this Labor Day weekend, 56 people were shot, 8 people were killed. All just this weekend, 56 shot, 8 killed in Chicago this weekend. Uh, where is burn, loot, murder? I'm sorry. Where is Black Lives Matter? Where's Antifa? Where are the Democrats? Where's Biden? Yeah, where's Hyden Biden? Where's Kamala? Kamala? Where are they? Have they, have you mentioned one, uh, have you heard them mention one name of the 56 who were shot? Uh, one name of the eight who were, who are dead now? Um, uh, have you heard the media? Has the media come out anywhere, uh, and mentioned the mass shootings in Chicago this past weekend? No. You haven't heard a thing. You see, it doesn't fit the narrative. Uh, black lives and minority lives do not matter when they're getting slaughtered on the streets of Chicago. Doesn't matter. That's not gonna. That's not gonna make you hate Trump. It's not gonna make you hate Orange Man bad. It's not gonna make you. Uh, <laughs> it's not gonna make you go run to hide in Biden. And my goodness, if you're if you're out there and you th- and you're actually considering voting for Hyden Biden and Kamala Harris, then uh, boy, I, I I just don't know what to tell you. But uh, but I can show you examples. I can show you examples of of how ridiculous. Uh, the Democrats are being and Hyden Biden and Kamala Harris and the Antifa movement, BLM movement, and how it's nothing but political. It doesn't, it doesn't, they don't care. Uh, especially the BLM movement and the Antifa movement doesn't give a rat's you know what about, um, minorities getting killed on a daily basis. If they did, they would be up in arms and they would run that mayor of Chicago out of town. Because once again, 56 people shot this weekend, eight people dead. And let me tell you something. One of the deaths was an eight-year-old girl. An eight-year-old girl. An eight-year-old minority girl shot dead in Chicago over the weekend. Have you seen her face on the news? Has ha, Have you seen Hyden Biden and Kamala? <laughs> I'm trying to be good, folks. I don't want to be called a racist. Uh, but have you seen Kamala Harris and Biden come out? And show you a picture of this little girl, this little minority girl who was shot and killed, this eight-year-old girl who 
will never, I mean, never going to see her family again, never going to grow up because she was shot dead. And have they talked to you? Have you heard anything about the five, uh, five of the wounded that were under eight, uh, 18 years of age? One being a four-year-old boy. So you got an eight-year-old girl shot dead. You've got a four-year-old boy who's recovering from gunshots. Four years old. This is minority neighborhoods in Chicago. People getting killed every weekend. And just to recap, in case you missed last week's segment of who got shot in Chicago, if you missed last week's segment, well, last weekend it was 55 shot and 10 dead. And this week, 56 shot, 8 dead, one of them being an 8-year-old girl and one wounded who's who's in recovery, a 4-year-old boy. Where is Burnley? Oh, there I go again. Where is BLM? Where is Antifa? Where is Hyden Biden? Where's Kamala Harris? Where is Cuomo, Cuomo, and the rest of the... I'm going to be nice. The rest of the crowd on CNN. Where's MSNBC? Where's Rachel Maddow? Where? Where are the... Where are they? Folks, they don't care because it doesn't fit their narrative. And right now, the only narrative... The only narrative the Democrats are living by, the media, leftist media, the lamestream media, is, you know, it used to be, if it bleeds, it leads. Now it's, if we can make this hurt Trump, then it's going to lead, and it's going to lead for 24-7. That's it. That's, that's, I mean, I, I'm just telling you folks, you cannot, and all you m- moronic NFL team owners and NHL and, and MLB and MLS and all the other sports out there, all you sports owners and commissioners and, and any one of you out there who has anything to do with sports, uh, the, you're continually coddling up to the BLM group should be ashamed of yourself. Should really be ashamed of yourself. And if you're an athlete out there, if you're one of these million dollar crybabies out there who wants to complain about, uh, about a, a known, uh, well, let me put it this way. A guy who has a known rap sheet, a guy who is known for abusing women, you want to take up for him, you want to boycott playing to take up for him, but you're not going to stand or kneel for this eight year old girl. You're not going to kneel for or stand for the four-year-old boy who's in recovery right now? Have any of you donated money to this guy's family, to this little boy's family? Who, who I'm Look, again, this is a minority area of Chicago. This isn't a rich neighborhood in Chicago where these poor kids are getting shot on a daily basis. Where is the GoFundMe page for the family of the eight-year-old girl who now has to bury their baby? Where's the 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 fun GoFundMe page for the family who's sitting with their four-year-old child in the hospital, hoping he recovers from gunshot wounds? Are you listening to me, people? Look, folks, I'm not mad and I'm not angry. I'm just right. And here on the On Point with Victor show, you're going to get common sense and you're going to get logic. And logic would dictate. If you cared about black lives and Hispanic lives and minority lives in general, then you would run the mayor of Chicago out of town and you would be demanding that action be taken to stop and quell the violence that's going on every weekend so children can stop being shot. And that's just Chicago. I'm not even talking about Portland or Seattle 
or or Detroit or Pennsylvania where they're walking down the streets and they walk into a restaurant and these people are sitting on the patio eating and they, the Antifa and BLM comes up and takes the glass and throws it on the ground, throws their food on the ground, yells in their face. Folks, these are Biden voters. If you are a Democrat friend of mine out there and you still are thinking about voting for Biden, you really, really, really need to take your head out of your nether regions and just look around at what's going on. It's not the Trump voter that's stopping traffic in the middle of the road and pulling people out of their cars and beating them senseless. It's not the Trump voter that's going up to a, a restaurant where there are people sitting on the on the patio who pay good money for food and service. It's not the Trump voter going up to those tables and and just yelling and screaming and threatening and bullying the people who are trying to have a meal. It's not the Trump voter that's taking people's food off their table and throwing it on the ground. It's not the Trump voter getting in these people's faces who just wanted to sit and have a meal on a nice sunny day. It's not the Trump voter that's going up to them and screaming in their face, calling them a racist and every other name in the book that I can't repeat on this radio show. It is not the Trump voter that's looting Gucci and Rolex and other stores on the Chicago Magnificent Mile or any other city. It's not the Trump voter throwing Molotov cocktails into windows and burning down businesses. It's not the Trump voter that's destroying black-owned businesses in rural downtown cities. No. If anything, it's the Biden voter. Now, hopefully, a lot of these morons won't vote. I mean, because, you know, they're too busy destroying things. They probably don't even know what day it is. But it doesn't take much of just nothing more than common sense, basic common sense, for you to open your eyes and see what's going on. Uh, On top of that, I believe, and and you guys can verify this, I, I need to verify it myself, but it looks like the socialist government of Venezuela has come out and endorsed Biden, Biden, and Kamala Harris. Do you want to be associated with a candidate who is being endorsed by Communist China and Socialist Venezuela and any other despot that's out there? There's a reason they're siding with Biden and Kamala Harris. So, so just ask yourself: Do you want to be associated with that? I mean, is, and I'm not telling you. I am not telling you to go run and vote for Trump. Now, I think if you believe in the economy and you really want jobs to be available, then you vote for Trump. It's not even a question. But if you're so married to the letter D, then go vote for Libertarian. Go vote for the Green Party. But I don't know how you could try and you could uh, vote for Biden. But, uh, hey, that's just me. I'm not telling you what to do. I can just tell you, use some common sense. <laughs> so, um but I, I, I can't help but ask, and, and I, I am telling you folks, you, you can't find fault with my arguments. And if you, you're more than welcome to try, you can reach me at uh, Victor at America's Web Radio.com, Victor at America's Web Radio.com, uh, and you can challenge me all you want. But you cannot deny that the BLM and the Antifa and the media and the Democrats could care less about all the minorities being shot and killed in Chicago on a weekly basis. You just, you, you, you proved me wrong. I, I want to see this. So, 
So, all right. So, one of the other things I want to talk about when we come back is going to be how Biden and Kamala Harris continue to lie right to our faces, folks. So I'm going to get into that, and I'm going to tell you what lies they are telling you as soon as we come back. So you hang tight. We're going to our first break. This is America's Web Radio, the On Point with Victor Show. Quick stakes. That's Q-U-I-K stakes are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of quick stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's quick stakes, Q-U-I-K stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. McAllister's Auto Transport is a privately held company celebrating our 75th anniversary this November, specializing in enclosed-only transportation to the OEM, personal snowbird market, and our favorite market of all is the collector market. Give us a call at 800-748-3160, or you can reach us on the web at McAllister's.com, and that's M C C O. L-L-I-S-T-E-R-S dot com. Large enough to handle all of your transportation needs, small enough to provide you the old town, old school service that you come to expect. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armanderes, your humble host, here with you again today. So look, folks. It's a cruel contest. You know, the left loves to call Trump a liar. They And, and I mean, they, they will call him a liar, and, and even if uh, – even if they know it's not true, they're still running with so many uh, lies and, and trying to convince you. Because remember, folks, remember what the the Democrat goal is or the Democrat tactic. And this is a Marxist tactic. It's a socialist tactic. If you lie and lie enough and you tell the lie over and over and over and you do it with conviction, then eventually that lie becomes the truth. And that is the goal of the Democrat Party right now. The Democrat Party with Biden and Kamala have no interest in discussing policy. They have no interest in discussing black deaths that are going on, like I said earlier in Chicago or any other city. They're not, they have no interest in discussing black businesses. They have no interest in discussing uh, small business, period. They have no interest in discussing any kind of policy that's going to do anything of good to help American people. All they want to do is try and convince you that your duly elected president that, that's over 63 million people voted for, President Trump, they want to convince you he's a liar, he's the devil, he's this, he's that. They want to convince you he's everything but a child of God. Because they think that you're so feeble and you're so weak-minded that that's going to make you go run for a senile uh, guy who's in – and I, I look, I, I shouldn't say that. I don't want to be mean. I actually feel sorry for Joe Biden. Uh, but he is in decline. Uh, on a monthly basis, he seems to be getting worse. Um, ladies and gentlemen, 
How do I know this? Look, go watch some of when Joe Biden tries to give a speech, when he tries to read a speech. Just this weekend now, you, you can watch him when he's doing a so-called uh, answer and question session. They are typed. Someone, one of his handlers, is typing the answers and Biden is reading them from the teleprompter. So when Biden makes it look like he's taking a question, and folks, every question that he takes, he know the the person who's giving it, Biden knows what the question is, and Biden they know what the question was going to be. Biden knows what they. I mean, they, they all of this stuff is scripted. But even that, when Biden takes the question, you can see a pause. You've seen him at some at one point. He asked to pull the the uh, the the teleprompter closer. And he was reading the answer that he was supposedly giving from the top of his head. There is a handle that is typing the answers, and Biden is trying to read them. Now, that is because this is a man in decline. And again, I am not trying to make fun of Joe Biden by any means. The the, the man is in decline, and I think it's awful what they're doing to him. Uh, Jill Biden should be ashamed of herself for she is using him and allowing the political left to use Biden to be their for lack of a better term, their Trojan horse, in back into Washington, back into power. Um, I'm telling you, poor Biden doesn't know where he is half the time, and he doesn't know what he's saying half the time. And 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 if you want evidence for what I'm telling you, just go watch, pay attention to when he's doing these so-called questions and answers. All of a sudden, there's a reason that he would they kept him hidden for 100 plus days. There's a reason that for well over 100 days he didn't take questions because they didn't figure out a way how they could control it. And now they and they thought that the polls were on his side and they thought he was going to cruise to a Hayden victory. That's not happening now. They had a disastrous convention. The Trump convention was amazing. And the tide turned. And Trump, if you ask me, he's leading right now. Now, again, I want the Trump team to pretend and act as if they're behind. They've got to fight hard because we have to win this with such a a, a majority that they can't steal it. And they can't tie it up in the court. So we have to have an overwhelming win. So I want Trump, uh, the Trump team to, to, to campaign like they're losing. But my gut is, and the actions of the Democrat are telling me that Trump's probably ahead. And because they pulled Biden out of the basement, because they're trying to get Biden to pretend, they're trying to convince you that he's taking questions. But, folks, every one of these questions. And, how again, how do I know this? Folks, Joe Biden stood in front of these two or three media folks with his teleprompter and his notes. And he actually said... Uh, well, I'm supposed to call on Mike. Mike, are you out there with the such and such press? Mike, are you there? N- nobody. Have you? Let me put it this way: Have you ever seen President Trump walk to a press conference or stop on his way to Air Force One or to his way to Marine One? Have you seen him stop, pause, look at a note, and go, "Oh, um, Janelle with Associated Press, are you there? Uh, Jack with Fox News, yeah, you got a question. I, oh, I was told to call call on Frank. That is what Joe Biden is doing. He's got his notes and he's going. He's actually reading what he's not supposed to be reading, and he's going. Oh, it says here I need to call on Frank. Frank, where are you? That's not a press conference, folks. That's a setup. I mean, not not a setup in the terms of what Pelosi. It's a setup on you, the American people, you, the voter. They want you to think that Biden's all there. They want you to think that Biden can can go out and answer questions uh, like Trump can, and he can't do it. 
because when you're when Biden sits there and calls on people and go, oh, I'm supposed to call on Mike with the Associated Press. I mean, folks, that means that Joe knows who to call on and that person already knew, was told what question to ask. And the media is playing. They look, they, they're just playing into it with no problem. Uh, it, it, it's it's sad. It really is sad. But this is the guy who the Democrats think they're going to ride the horse of power. They're going to ride that into the White House. This is what they think. They want to control every aspect of your life so bad that they're willing to take a man that's that's clearly in decline and use him so they can get to the power. They're that hungry for power, folks. Uh, and I am telling you, if you look this past weekend, Joe Biden was given a question and they were typing the answer and he was trying to read it as they typed it. Uh, this stuff is obvious, folks. Um, maybe I catch on to it because I'm in the media, because I do this radio show and, and I know what it's like when you try to read notes. Uh, you're not very entertaining <laughs> and, and, and it's just not, it's just, it just can't be done. It's obvious. And so I pick up on these things very easily. And, uh, but you can too if you just know what to look for. So I've told you what to look for for good. Now you can go look at it for yourself so you can validate it for yourself and you don't have to just say, Hey, Victor said this. Um, although, uh, our foreign listeners down in, in Florida, I will have to say I've got some great listeners as you guys hear me point out all the time all around Daytona. And, uh, some of those listeners have come up with another idea, uh, about, uh, for another shirt. So stay tuned as I will divulge information on that. Uh, but right now you can still get your shirt, uh, your On Point with Victor shirt. And on the back it says, I'm not angry. I'm just right. You can still get that. Just shoot me an email, Victor at AmericasWebRadio.com. Uh, so, okay. So I do feel sorry for Biden. So I don't, I, I just don't want, uh, to make sound like, to, for it to sound like I'm making fun of him. But look, he's in decline. So they're getting him to, to lie to you. Now, there are times when I'm sure they pump him up with so much drugs. Look, folks, they probably have drugs that aren't available to you and me, but they're available to the elitist politicians to try and keep him coherent for 15, 20 minutes at a time. And uh, and, and it's not working that great, but, but he can come out and he's been able to, to, to read the teleprompter without getting too lost for about five or ten minutes. Uh, but he's he's out there lying to you. And Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris has no excuse. She's out there lying to you, but, of course, that's nothing new for her. Um, you just go back and look at what she was doing and saying when she was running for uh for the when she was running as the, to be candidate for the presidency on the Democrat side, uh, just go back and look at some of the things. I mean, Kamala Harris is telling you today that Trump is an awful guy and he wants to take away your health care and he wants to blah blah blah, folks. Kamala Harris campaigned a few months ago on taking away your health care. She said we sh- we're going to end private health care. We're going to end workplace health care. She said that, folks. Not me, not Trump. Kamala Harris said that. And so, and now she's trying to convince you today that Trump wants to take your health care away. Trump never once, ever, not once, not ever, said he's going to take your health care away. Kamala Harris has said it. She campaigned on it. Uh, it's just amazing how stupid the Democrat Party, Kamala Harris, Biden, they think you are. Um, the handlers of Biden, they really, really, really think you're that stupid. Um, so what do I mean by Biden and Kamala are, are still lying to your face? Look, folks, 
as er, as as all the way up to this weekend, Biden is still out there saying that Donald J. Trump said there were good people on the KKK or the white supremacists. There were good people on that side in Charlottesville. Trump never said it. Not once, not ever, ever, ever did Trump say that. All you have to do is go look up the soundbite for yourself and listen to the whole soundbite. Trump said there were good people on both sides of the protesters. He, you had some protesters who wanted to 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 stand for Confederate emblems or statues, and you had people who said, no, we think they should go. Then you had the Antifa whack jobs, and you had the white supremacists, and on the you had those out there too. And Trump specifically said there are good people on both sides of the protest, not including Antifa or the white supremacists. That's what he said. They picked, they picked and cut the part they wanted you to hear, so they could continue to lie and say that Trump said there were good people on the white supremacist side, and he never said it. But yet Biden will look at you all the way through this weekend, and he's still saying that Trump said that. And Kamala Harris is out there, and she's telling you that the vaccine that's coming out, oh no, see, we can't have a vaccine come out before the election, folks. We can't, because that might help Trump. And that's not good for Biden and and, uh, and Kamala. In fact, the title of my show today is As the Virus Falls, So Does Biden. The only issue Biden has, and it really shouldn't have the issue, but the only issue you could you could say that Biden has is the Corona Wuhan 19 virus issue. And as the numbers, and they are falling, folks, as the numbers continue to fall for the virus, so falls Biden in the Kamala Harris ticket. And what I mean by that is as the news gets bet- better about the virus, falling death counts, falling cases, uh, everything moving in the right direction according to the virus, as those numbers fall, then Biden's numbers fall. Biden's just he's 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 I think in a downfall already. Uh but that's what's going on here but even but now if you haven't heard we are on the cusp of a vaccine. Now whether you believe in vaccines or not that's not the issue. I'm not going to have that argument with you right now. Um would I go get the vaccine? No. I don't even get the flu vaccine, folks. It's just not, it's not, it's not for me. I'm not going to do it. I'm not telling you not to do it. Um, now if you're a high, uh, if you're an elderly person and, and the Wuhan virus, you know it's going to hit you harder than yeah, go, go get this vaccine when it comes out. And if you're out there and you're healthy and you still want to get the vaccine, hey, knock yourself out. Um, you can do what you want. This is a free country, at least for now. So, alright folks, when I get back, I'm going to tell you, uh, what, Kamala Harris is now saying about the the vaccine that's coming out. So stay right there. This is America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor. Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com.
If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com, and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at MAGA45CAG at gmail.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we're back, folks. Short break, short break, so we can get back and get into you lots more topics because I know you're all on the cusp of what I'm going to say next. I mean, you have to be. Uh, look, actually, I did, I did want to tell you guys something. So, uh, you know, there's still it still irks me sometimes when I try and go into some places. I just want to buy a product. I just want to do a little grocery shopping, and they make me put on a mask. And again, look, folks, I look. I, it's a private business, so it's fine. They can require it, and and I, I don't like it. But it's a private business, and they can do that. Uh, but I still don't like it. And and I just I was thinking this weekend I was like man I am so sick of 2020 I don't want to rush my life away but I'm ready for 2020 to be gone so I called up my mom and I asked her if uh, if if I said you know I'm ready for 2021 so does your offer of I'm going to slap you into next year uh, does that still stand because I might want to go ahead and let her do that you know and some of you out there who have a mom like mine I am sure uh, at some point she looked to you and said uh, if you keep doing that I'm going to slap you into next year well I'm pretty sure that my mom offered that uh, several times when I was growing up so, um, so yeah I caught her up and, and, and I said you know if that offer is still on the table then go ahead and slap me into 2021 uh, so I mean I you know uh, it's just we're about to come into some crazy crazy times here in 2020 and I do have to say this I, I got that little joke or the idea for that joke from uh, Neil Bortz, uh, who is uh, Mighty Whitey, the uh, the awesome, awesome talk show of which I, I adore. And uh, the, probably the reason I'm sitting in this chair is because of growing up with Neil Bortz. So if you don't know who he is, my goodness, go to YouTube after my show, of course, after Locked and Loaded, um, and uh, and just, just, just do a search for Neil Bortz and listen to some of his shows. Uh, he's retired now, but he's awesome. So anyway. All right, so let me get back to this. So, so now, all right, folks, you've got to understand the only thing the Biden campaign has is the virus, and and really logically and common sense, they shouldn't have that as an issue, um, folks. You can go back and look what Biden and the Democrats were saying in January, February, and March. Uh, even Fauci himself uh, in January, Doctor Fauci, he should he he sh- who shall not be challenged. Uh, Fauci said in January, there's nothing for the American people to fear. This is not going to be a crisis. Nothing to see here. And then in uh, February, he was saying no mask required. And he was, uh, he was saying you can, you can have indoor gatherings. You can even have an indoor campaign event. He was saying that. The Democrats were telling you to go have fun in Chinatown. They were calling Trump a xenophobe. Biden called him a xenophobe. Uh, Trump in January, the end of January, locked down and closed travel from China to the United States. And Biden called him a xenophobe. And now Biden somehow is going to be the better guy to handle an outbreak. Folks, Biden and Obama couldn't handle H1N1. How do you think they're going to handle something like the Wuhan 19? 
So it, it boggles my mind that, that the that there are American people out there who would look at Biden and go, oh, yeah, that's who I want during this epidemic or that's who I want during a viral outbreak. Blows my mind, but apparently there's polling out there where the only issue Biden has is the viral issue. And when the viral issue goes away, when the virus goes away, so goes away Biden and Kamala. I'm telling you. That's the way this race is shaping out. I told you before weeks ago that this race has come down to lawlessness Biden versus law and order and the American way Trump. And and now it's it, it looks like it's it's also coming down to uh, virus. If you think the virus is bad, you're going to vote for Biden. If you believe and see the actual numbers and see that the virus is on decline, you're going to vote for Trump. And and it's it's very interesting to me, folks, because the last person I would want in charge of a viral outbreak like the Wuhan 19 is a political hack like Biden, Kamala or any other Democrat or establishment Republican, for that matter. I wouldn't want Bush uh, Bushy in there. I wouldn't want uh, uh, I, I wouldn't even want Rubio or, or some of these other Republicans. Uh, I wouldn't want them to be president right now. Um, we are we we really are blessed and and should be thankful that we had a CEO of the business ilk running this country because the only reason we are about to have a vaccine come out in record breaking time is because of Donald J Trump. You see what happened? Look folks, this is one of the reasons why the Washington swamp and I mean the Democrat establishment and the Republican establishment why they hate President Trump, because President Trump went up there, not in the mind of a politician. He went up there with a mind of a businessman. And when you look at a businessman and you tell them, no, kick that can down the road, tell the people what they want to hear, but kick the can down the road. Don't solve a problem. Just put pretty words around the problem. That's what politicians do, not CEOs. See, folks, Donald J. Trump all his life has been responsible for signing paychecks. He's been responsible for hiring people. He's been responsible for paying people a monthly wage so they can take care of their families. That's what happens when you have owned businesses. That's what happens when you're a CEO. You're responsible for the health of that company, which is going to translate to the health of the employee. No government hack understands that. Joe Biden has been in politics for almost 50 years. The man has never had a job. The man has never had to sign a paycheck. No one's livelihood has depended on Joe Biden. Joe Biden has depended on the graciousness of the American people who are dumb enough to keep electing him. And that may sound harsh, but it's just true. Uh, but we are lucky because Donald J. Trump, the businessman, the CEO, looked at Washington and said, you get rid of that red tape, you get rid of that red tape, you get rid of that red tape. This is what's going to happen. You and you and you, you're going to take this and you're going to move all the obstructions out of the way and you're going to go forward. And you, and this is what you're tasked with. And this is what you're tasked with. you got to solve this problem, this problem. That's what Donald Trump did. And the Washington Swamp hates it. Because for years and years and years now, the Washington Swamp, Republican establishment and Democrat establishment, have been able to convince you, the voter, oh, we have your best interest at heart, but it's so hard to make the wheels turn in Washington. It's so hard to get things done, but we're fighting for you. It's so hard to come together, but we're fighting for you. 
it's so hard. It's so hard. But but we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit here. We're gonna come up with a program, and this program's gonna go broke. But we're gonna do it for you. We're gonna do it for the children. That's your Washington establishment. They don't want to solve problems, folks. If a Washington politician solved a problem, what are they going to campaign on? What are they going to campaign on? If if you believe racism is is very small and gone, which which folks, it really is. We're the least racist country and on the planet. But if the majority of the population in America believe that, what are the Democrats going to campaign on? What is the media going to lambast you with on a daily basis? So you see what I'm saying. The Washington establishment is not in the business of solving problems. They're in the business of campaigning. They're in the business of power. When you've got a party that wants to control your health care, they want to control what you drive. They want to control what you eat. They want to control where you live. They want to control the type of jobs you have. Green energy. That is a party that wants to control every aspect of your life. That is not a country founded on freedom and liberty. And that's the direction we're heading. And, 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 and it's mainly the Democrat Party that wants all that. But there are a lot of establishment Republicans that are happy to go along. Because the swamp that is Washington, again, they believe in power over you. Not in solving problems. And along comes Donald Trump. Along comes comes the 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 biggest fear a politician has the biggest fear that washington had was the american people to get up one day and go you know what i'm not going to vote for that career politician anymore i'm going to vote for donald j trump the ceo and that's what we did and that's who went into the office of the presidency and since he's been there has been leading as a ceo not as a politician president He's been leading as a CEO president. And they hate him for that, folks. They hate him for it. So fast forward to today, the vaccine that is about to come out. And folks, look, the vaccine isn't coming out because they skip steps. The Democrats are now going to try and discredit the vaccine. They are now, and mark my words, this is going to start. If it hasn't started already, it's going to start this week or next week or the, or the week after. The Democrat Party is going to come out and they're going to start trying to discredit the upcoming vaccine. They're going to convince you and try and convince you that we only have a vaccine because we skip steps. The evil, evil drug companies or the evil company, they skip steps because they want to help Trump. Yeah, please. Show me a corporation that wants to help Trump. The corporations that are giving millions to burn, loot, murder. Oh, yeah, they really want to help Trump. It's ridiculous, folks. But they're going to try and convince you that the vaccine is coming out because it's skip steps. And we, and we just, just got, got some really, really cool, cool sound, sound effects going. <laughs> so, uh, but look, folks, that's what they're going to try to do. The reality is President Trump removed red tape. He removed government barriers. He removed the bureaucracy and allowed these companies, in conjunction with the FDA, to go full steam ahead to figure out and come up with a vaccine. And now they've done it. And we're on the cusp. Now, this vaccine may come out before November. And, folks, that is what the Democrats fear the most. Now, ask yourself, if you're still out there... After all I've told you, you're still out there and you're on the fence <clears throat> or you think you're going to or you're still thinking about voting for Biden. Then think about this. <clears throat> excuse me, folks. Excuse me. Think about this. 
How is it that the Democrat Party, who tells you that they care about your health, how is it that now when the vaccine is about to come out, and remember this, folks, it was just a few months ago and maybe all the way up to maybe a week or so ago when the Democrat Party was telling you, we can't come back, get back to normal until there's a vaccine. It's the Democrat governors in Michigan, in uh, Washington State, in, in Illinois, in New York, in New Jersey. It's these Democrats telling you we can't unlock the economy until we have a vaccine. Well, now you know what, folks? Because we have a CEO in the president's office, we have a vaccine on the horizon. And now the Democrats, their worst nightmare is about to come true. A vaccine that comes out available to the American people before the election. That cannot be allowed to happen. So you think the Democrats put your health first? You think the Democrats will come together and go, hey, look, we have to stand with the Republicans. We have to stand with President Trump. We have to stand with the science and let the American people, we got to get this vaccine out and we should stand as proud Americans that the vaccine has come out. Do you think they're going to do that? Hell no. They're already, I'm telling you, the Democrats are going to, if they haven't done it already, they're going to start telling you that the vaccine is, is, is bad, that there's a problem with it. They're going to tell you that it wasn't studied. They're going to tell you steps were skipped. They're going to tell you the vaccine is going to kill you. That's what they're going to tell you because they're going to try and discredit this vaccine because they can't have a vaccine come out before the election. Why? Because they think it'll help Donald Trump. Now, how evil and awful is that? If you're a Democrat voter and a Democrat party and you are rooting for the delay of a vaccine that could help the elderly population, the first people that need to get this vaccine isn't the healthy guy or girl. It's not the young crowd. It is the elderly. The elderly should be given this. And I am sure that Donald J. Trump's administration is going to make sure that the elderly population gets this vaccine first. But your Democrat Party, Biden and Kamala Harris, are are going to tell you, you can't have that vaccine. Don't take the vaccine. Don't you dare take it. Don't believe there's a vaccine. And they're going to tell you, as Kamala Harris did yesterday, she's going or this weekend, she's going to tell you, oh, you can't trust Donald Trump. Oh, you can't trust President Trump. He told you to drink bleach. Folks, not once, not ever, 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 not one time did Donald J. Trump tell anyone to drink bleach. But that is the lie that Kamala Harris put out there this weekend. She she knows it's a lie. The Democrat handlers of Biden knows it's a lie. But she's going through with it and telling this lie because she thinks you, the American voter, you, the Democrat voter, she thinks you're that stupid. She really does. But she's also trying to put the seed of doubt She's trying to put the seed of doubt of the upcoming vaccine. So I am telling you, folks, it is a nightmare situation for the Democrat Party that the vaccine come out before the election. And how can you support a party that views a vaccine, a vaccine that might save lives, a vaccine that we're going to be able to administer to the elderly population, which, folks, 50, 60, 70, what is it, 80 percent of the deaths of COVID-19 are the elderly population. And we have a vaccine coming out that we're going to be able to get to the elderly people first. And the Democrat Party wants to demagogue it. The Democrat Party wants to scare these elderly people into not taking the vaccine. How messed up is that? And folks, don't doubt me. Don't doubt me. Because you are going to see an all-out attack on this vaccine. Because 
I'm hearing, and, and there are sources out there that are saying this vaccine may come out before November. And they're already planning on how to distribute it to the, the most vulnerable in the population. And that's going to be the elderly. That's going to be cancer patients. That's going to be asthma patients. That's going to be diabetes patients. They're going to get this virus first. Uh, this virus. They're going to get the, the uh, vaccine first. And the Democrat Party has already started, led by Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, into trying to create doubt, trying to get you convinced that the vaccine is bad. How messed up is that? All because they want power. They so bad want the White House. Uh, folks, they want to beat Donald Trump so bad they're willing for and and counting on the death count to rise folks right now the numbers of the vaccine um let me give you let me give you an idea in mid july there were 70,000 or more new cases per day in the united states that's positive cases per day which honestly folks the positive cases per day really don't mean squat but but just for this argument in mid-July, there were 75,000 or more new positive cases of the Wuhan 19 per day in the United States. Today, now, it is in the 30,000s, and, and some days it gets to 40,000, but others it's in the 30,000. So we've gone in July to 75,000-plus new cases per day to in the 30,000s new cases per day, and some, uh, some days in the 40,000s. That's a huge drop, folks, and that is a number that's going in the right direction. Now, let me tell you about the death rate. Look, any death is too much. We don't want any deaths. I shouldn't have to say that, but I have to say it so Media Matters doesn't try and jump down my throat along with the rest of the liberal media. Uh, But not too long ago, we were having five to 10,000 deaths a day. Now, we now know that not all of those deaths are COVID-19. Uh, most of them have comorbidities, and some of them were false claims that it was Wuhan 19. But let's just go, let's just say for the sake of argument that we were at five to 10,000 deaths a day. Today, we are under a 1,000 deaths per day. Folks, that is going in the right direction. And again, any death is too much, and, and I can't wait till we get to the point where we're not losing any American lives. But to go from 10,000 deaths a day to under 1,000 deaths a day, we are on the right track. So the virus numbers are going in the right direction, and we are doing much, much, much better as a country, and we're reopening. The Democrats told you that Florida was going to be New York. You know, most of the deaths have come from New York. And they, they're telling you that they told you Florida. They told you Georgia. They told you Texas. No, folks. Florida, Georgia, Texas, they had their peak, and now it's plummeting while we were reopening. And now there are places in Georgia that I'd like to, to thankfully say are back to normal. Uh, I was able to go have dinner last night, folks. I was able to ride my motorcycle to a dinner establishment, and no mask was required no table spacing i was able to sit at a bar with some buddies of mine now i don't drink i you know i drink coke and water but that's not the point the point is i was able to sit and watch uh, actually some racing that didn't have any bs
kneeling or any of that crap. So I was able to watch a good auto race at Road Atlanta while sitting at a bar with no spacing, no mask, none of that crap. So kudos. I'm not going to call out the company. I'm not going to name the restaurant because I don't want them to get bombarded by a liberal Democrat <clears throat> Antifa, <coughs> excuse me, or uh, or burn loot murder crowd. So I'm not going to name the restaurant, but I will just tell you there are places in Georgia that are getting back to normal, and I love it. And uh, and and look, I spent uh, I told you guys last weekend I spent in Disney at Disney World and Universal in Florida. Yes, they required masks. Yes, they were very overzealous with uh, hand sanitizer, but we still had a good time, and it, and it was a blast. So things are getting back to normal the way they should be. And and I bring that up because the Democrats were telling you a month ago that Georgia and Florida had to go into a much stricter – they must go into a strict, strict lockdown. They were telling you that because they wanted to lock down the economy. And they were telling you the deaths were going to go through the roof. They didn't. And now they're all on the decline. And Georgia's doing great. Florida's doing great. Texas is doing great. And there are many other states doing great. South Dakota's doing great. Just many states doing great. Uh, and then compare that with some of the blue states and blue cities. It's sad. It's sad, folks. People are hurting. Look in San Francisco where you and me cannot go get a haircut. You and me can't go get a blow blow up or blow dry, whatever that, I don't even know what it was, a blow, whatever Pelosi had. You and me can't do that. You and me, the peasant, cannot do that because those barbershops and the and the salon, hair salons are ordered closed. But yet, Pelosi, queen of the establishment, Pelosi, the elitist Democrat, she can make a phone call, force a salon to open for her. And she can go get a blow up, blow dry, whatever she called it. She can go get her hair done. And then few hours later, go on TV and tell you, you better wear your mask. You better stay in your home. You can't get your hair cut. But she can. Folks, why and how is it that an 80-year-old woman can go with no mask to a hair salon and and not have a care in the world? She wasn't worried about the Wuhan 19, but you better be. So you see you see how this works, folks? The Democrat Party is now the Marxist Socialist Party of America. It's good for you, but not for them. The the Burdens that they will put on you will never be felt by them, the elitist. Socialism is not for the socialist. It's just for you and me. You, me, we are the peasants, not the ruling class. The ruling class will never bear the burdens that they force on you and me. That is what you need to understand. And and you don't have to take my word for it. Look at Pelosi. Pelosi's telling you every day in the camera, you must wear a mask. You must stay home. You must close your business. You must go broke. But not her. She never lost a paycheck. She can call up and go make a salon open and get her hair cut with no mask. Uh, Cuomo can go to a park and a gym with no mask, but you can't. There are gyms that are still forced closed in blue states. But the government gyms are open. So if you work for the government and you're part of the elite, you can go to the gym and work out. If you're a peasant, 
You cannot go to a gym and work out. Are you seeing this, folks? Are you listening to me? Are you ready to walk away? Are you ready to walk away from the Democrat Party? Because the Democrat Party left you. If you're a Kennedy Democrat, even if you're a Bill Clinton Democrat, who really wasn't all that great, but he wasn't a socialist, um, that party has left you. If you are a true-to-the-wool Kennedy Democrat or, or again, a Bill Clinton Democrat, uh, a Roosevelt Democrat, that party has left you because today's Democrat Party is the socialist Marxist party of America. It's not hyperbole. I'm not making it up. All you've got to do is look at the tactics that they're using. And I've gone over this before, folks, so I'm I'm just telling you. So but that's this is where we are today with when when we when we need to look at where the virus is heading. So all right folks. We have come, boy, believe it or not, we've come to the end of the show. (laughs) Man, it goes by fast. Uh, All right, folks, let me leave you with this. We know the virus is on the decline, so you can feel good about it. Get out there. Enjoy commerce. Get into get into do your normal routine. If you're scared, then wear your mask. If it makes you feel better, do that. Uh, If you're elderly, take care of yourself. But we can get back out and we can get back to normal. We can do it, folks. We're Americans. We can adapt. We're going to make this work. And just pay attention to what the Democrats are trying to convince you of. All right, folks, that's all I got for today. Now stay tuned because Locked and Loaded is up next. We're going to talk about guns, guns, and more guns. And we might talk about cars, too. All right, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you next week. This has been On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armendariz. Goodbye. You're You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.